Howdy, and welcome to FPL Jingle, episode 7 or 8 now, Steve. Where, where, where are we at? Uh, I think it's 7 because we missed last game week because it was such a short turnaround that we actually just couldn't get an episode out in time. We probably could have, Steve, like if um, if we've refrained Oh, well, look, I was just trying... You know what, Owen, I was trying to cover for you there, but you've, you've, you've pulled back the curtain here, so I'm just going to pull out how much of a diva you were and you refused to record it because you're so busy with your actual life... Yeah, I'm a bit of a diva. I'm well. I'm more important yeah. than than this, you know. You are you're bigger than the pod. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm bigger than Jesus. Ah, yeah, yeah. I'm probably heavier. <laughs> like Jesus is always. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I mean, like you know, how heavy could he have been really eating that diet? You know, he wasn't ripped. He wasn't. He, he wasn't getting those gains. Do you think Jesus would be in the top hundred k right now? Um, I mean, considering he's Jesus. He could be if he wanted to, but seeing as he probably wouldn't abuse his powers, I'm going to say no. Would you, would he have Gabriel Jesus in his team? Absolutely. Fantastic. So, talking about Jesus, we were at a wedding, which often he's related to. Uh, what do you make of that? <laughs> uh, well, he wasn't related to this one because it was more of a civil ceremony. But yeah, no, the wedding was great crack. Uh, great seeing you again after with you coming back from Eindhoven and... Uh, seeing all the lads suited and booted and having a good time and yeah a few sore heads the next morning uh, the breakfast was, was brec- uh, breakfast fry was well and truly needed uh, there was the world of crying going on at this wedding and I, myself <laughs> and Lisa were trying to debate about who would cry given a speech and I was saying yeah I don't know I don't think you would cry given a speech me do you cry uh <laughs> like <laughs> question mark uh i have been known to in the past yes um i don't know it depends on the topic like yeah, as a, at a wedding at my own the, wedding the final of, of uh fantasy football last season uh i don't know i was happy to put mark knock uh knock mark out of it and make the playoffs. so i can't really uh, argue that one too much probably not at that like oh when was the last time i cried i don't know that's a very good question when was the last time you cried I would often cry at, if I'm drunk uh, or if I'm hungover watching movies or listening to particular types of music. Oh, yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, Actually, or, you know what? That reminds me. I think we watched Top Gun Maverick either before, was it before or after. the. You can't cry watching Top Gun. Oh, man. when he, when he oh, I'm not going to spoil anything, but there's definitely a couple of moments there. Was it like a really homosexual volleyball scene? No, there's no. And it's a football scene this time. Oh God! I can't wait. <laughs> it's a really good movie. You actually <laughs> I have should my watch tissues it. Tissues at the ready for that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that just sounds worse now. You made it sound like it's something else. <laughs> uh, will we talk about? Fantasy will we actually football? talk about fantasy yeah. football? Yeah. <laughs> Moving along swiftly. We, so, Steve, you didn't do any prep this week, which I'm a bit disappointed with. So we're just. We're, uh, well, this is again because of your diva attitude, saying that you could either only record now or not at all, and I wasn't flying, prepared. So we're flying by the seat of our pants ever hear that term i have heard that term and that's provided that i'm actually wearing pants which i'm not i'm wearing shorts oh, i'm in jeans i always wear jeans and brown shoes for the podcast i keep it serious <laughs> you uh, dress casual yeah yeah but business casual so no business casual whatever um you must be proud as punch that you actually beat me for once <laughs> yeah yeah it's been a reoccurring thing theme where you've outscored me um but yeah like i think it was by like a point this week i managed to i managed to outdo you just about but uh, no our teams are quite our teams are quite similar in some regards like we both have double city defense 
Uh, we both have Haaland, I think we both have Jesus, and we both have Salah and Martinelli, so there wasn't a, a lot to separate the two of us. I suppose the, the big separator was probably you having Trent and... Um, the big, the big separator yeah, was uh, my sabotaging of your side, which I quite enjoyed. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, I transferred out Cancelo and uh, Ward and brought in Perisic and uh, Ederson, which, you know, like, I obviously lost out on the Cancelo goal and clean sheet, but look, Ederson got a clean sheet, so I, I can't be too angry, and plus I actually have a keeper that I'm, that's actually uh, going to play games and get clean sheets, so... I can't argue with it too much long term, but uh, yeah, it definitely could have been a, a bigger margin of victory. Uh, yeah, I so I was looking at getting rid of Cancelo and Mendy, but then the Reese <laughs> James injury happened, so I just ended up. <laughs> I I don't think he's injured. I think he just yeah, got yeah. Uh, left out of the squad. Like he's sick, I don't think he's injured. Uh, but he, he'll probably oh, be okay. back. Um, yeah. So what I did then was I went to Perisic, who scored feck all, but like. I was I was happy to have still held on to Cancelo and but but not happy about Mendy and other things, um, but now to get rid of Mendy and Perisic and get in Yaris and James, I'm short point one, which is <laughs> a massive pain in the hole. So yeah, I'm, I'm scratching my head. Someone's got to go. Saliba maybe because he's he's gone up what, a couple of uh, point two since his original price is it. Uh, I can't. I can't see myself getting rid of Salah, but like you know, like he's he's one of the best value players in the game. And well, then what are you gonna do? Well, I mean, I'd, I'd love to look at their fixtures, but when I look at the fixtures, it says none for everything. Um, I don't know. I, for I, who? I could take a minus four, get rid of Bailey, bring in a a cheap midfielder that that is okay. Uh, I could get rid of Cancelo, but now I'm tempted to keep him again. I need. To, I didn't see the city game, so I want to check the stats. Like we we had discussed the stats where he was he was chronic, like he was he was a bad walker for the start of the season. So yeah, well, I mean, look, uh, he was. It was a bit like you telling me to drop Trent the week at the weekend. Like that was just a terrible decision, and I'm glad I didn't do it. But uh, yeah, Cancelo up to that point hadn't played very well, but he was he was always kind of going to be in and around there, I suppose. Uh, I, I watched a lot of the game. I actually turned, I changed the channel at halftime because you know City were well four 0 up and Holland already had a hat trick, so you know there wasn't really much, <laughs> there wasn't much more to be gained out of it. Um, but uh, yeah, no, like City were just dominant. They stayed in Nottingham Forest's half for the, literally the entire game, and um, yeah, I'm not surprised that he, that he got on the score sheet or you know Stones got an assist. So like all the everyone was at it really. Yeah, Kev being dropped probably annoyed a few managers um, oh absolutely question marks on whether or not Haaland will start for their game against Fulham next week who are they playing uh, they are playing uh, Aston Villa away and I would say yeah he will did he come off in this one yep he came off after like 60 minutes yeah yeah so you're playing him and captaining him yeah, absolutely. I think I'm going to uh, do Villa, aren't, Villa aren't that good. Jared, uh, no, Jared. Yeah, Jared's under a lot of pressure, especially after that uh, result against Arsenal, where they were pretty much dominated uh, for like the whole game, and then they they got one corner, and they're like, "Hey, Douglas Louise scored from a corner during during the uh, League Cup game uh, last week. Let's bring him on," and he did exactly that and scored directly from a corner. 
now there was um controversy because uh ramsdale thought he was fouled by um bubakar kamara on the line it was kind of like had his arms around him kind of holding him but i mean if you're a keeper you just have to be stronger uh and get to the ball there um but like you know arsenal went down the field and i think it was like 100 and something seconds later we took the lead um saka to martinelli was a nice uh, uh connection there and Jared's like under severe pressure now like the considering the players he's brought in albeit not all of them during his tenure but they should have a, a very competitive squad and be way further up the table than what they are so uh, and with Scott Parker getting sacked only for like <laughs> losing three games against like Arsenal Man City and Liverpool like you imagine Jared might be on a similar type of leash yeah, well, I, I think it was uh, Parker's comments that uh, earned him. The yeah, that was that was going to be that was going to be the other thing I said as well. Like, but um, I can, you know, I can see like, another nine nil on the cards. <laughs> well, look, Hasenhudel's got like two of them, and he still hasn't got the sack with Southampton. So, you know, it just depends, really. Yeah, well, I don't think uh, Hasenhudel comes out with the shitty comments afterwards. Uh, yeah, but Scott Parker's got a point. Like their squad isn't good enough to keep them in the Premier League this season. So, you like, what was he that, supposed though. to do? You don't say that on TV because you'll get sacked. Well, well, yeah. Like, if at least you if if you get sacked, at least you went out believing in what you believe in, not just saying like, "Ah, oh, here I'll just carry on and just get us relegated." Like, at least try to convince the yeah, the board need, to get you new need, players. You need some little bit of savvy, I think. Uh, you can't. Ah, you, can, don't. you don't walk around saying. Our team is shit. Like we've no defenders. They're brutal. <laughs> uh, I don't think that's that's the type. He of didn't thing say that all that. He just said that they need is to strengthen. I and when know, you he was like, giving the defenders what... shit there in preseason as well. So he it it it, it had been uh, brewing for a while, and then he just totally shat the bed. <laughs> I don't think he shot the bed, but anyway, we'll move on. It's not really worth debating about very much. We'll finish on uh, our teams, maybe, Steve. So you, yeah, you got eighty-seven. I got eighty-six. Yeah. Uh, we're like, yeah. and we're both happy what we got. You're, um, you're uh, within the top million now, which is nice. And I just got into the top hundred k. We'll probably both drop out with the Man United Leicester game this evening. Uh, maybe yeah, that's probably. worth a little bit of discussion because if I was wildcard now, I'd be taking a good long look at Rashford, maybe. So what are you- uh, I probably wouldn't because, like, it seemed like Martial had a pretty good preseason and bar injury, he'd probably be starting. They just signed Anthony for like, eight, what was it, £93 million. So he's going to guarantee the start on the right wing, which means Sancho pushes over to the left, which means he's competing with either with Rashford to start. Like, Rashford might start up top for the next few games. But, I mean, if you've got Martial and Ronaldo fit sitting on the bench, I don't see him getting much... Um, much of it, much time there. Like I imagine, if he if he has one bad game, he could be out of the team, and those lads could be in. So I I don't know if I'd be a fan of bringing in Rashford right now. Yeah, I think I think Anthony's a right winger, isn't he? Although maybe maybe capable of yeah. playing on the left. But yeah, no, he's a right winger, so he'll play on the right wing, and Sancho will push out to the left. Okay, yeah, the big money buys, I'm sure, will play. Then you're talking about Rashford at striker, which I don't really like. I think he's better as a left winger with a bit of space. And but he's competing with Sancho for that position. Mm. Yeah, no, it's, it's the price point, you know. If 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 plus Alanga, actually Alanga has played pretty decent uh, whenever he's uh, come into the team as well, and he's a left winger. So like, what do you do? Like, he's gonna be, he's gonna have to get some minutes at some stage as well. I think he's the last lad in that list to be getting minutes. Uh, maybe I agree, but you can't rule it out. Like it's going to be a factor. Yeah. 
I'm not. I'm not totally turned off. I. I, I would consider it. Um, him or Sancho, at seven point five. I think you'd you could get Sancho as well. So, like it. It does look kind of look like United have turned the corner, but we'll see more this evening. I probably wouldn't be touching yeah. Leicester. No, no, absolutely not. Um, there's very little positives out of Leicester right now. Uh, obviously the whole Fafana thing is kind of finished now. He's gone to Chelsea, so they need to bring in a, a centre back to replace him. You know, you look at who they've got, and Iverson and Ward as the goalkeepers. It's like uh, Vestergaard, Sayonchu, uh Johnny Evans are the centre backs. Like there's in you've got Harvey Barnes, Vardy, and Madison as your front three, and but there's there's pretty much no depth in that squad really. Like you, you look at the players they have on the bench, like Dennis Pratter, Neil's NFL's Mendy, or Jesus, like Mark Albrighton still doing a job for them. You know, there's there's just no quality there. So, uh, I yeah, I'd be staying away from Leicester. Yeah, like I mean, so you, as we we kind of went on two weeks ago, we we were discussing these these best of the rest picks. Uh, we 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 talked specifically about uh, Zaha and Mitrovic, uh, Wilson and Rodrigo. Mm-hmm. Also got to mention. Like it, the Leicester players aren't as good as those. So there's only so many spots in your team. No, uh, no. Yeah, it's unfortunate as well that Rodrigo got that uh, injury, uh, shoulder injury. Yeah, I don't know what the extent of it is. I don't know, but I'd say he's out for at least a couple months. I thought it was a dislocation. Looking at it, some of the other lads were saying that it might be a broken shoulder, but I found that a bit hard to believe because he didn't really hit the didn't really hit the ground that hard. So we'll see we'll see but uh, yeah it's unfortunate that, that that's happened to him now because he's, he's finally hit form for Leeds after being there for a couple of years and doing you know okay but not great I uh yeah I, I had I had one of those moments where I saw on footmob the Rodrigo injury and I was like thank god because I hadn't bought him and he'd price rose <laughs> and I was like oh no hold yeah. on that's a human being who's actually done serious damage to themselves maybe you shouldn't have these <laughs> It's like when uh, it's like when you're watching the game and you're like, oh god, I I hope he injures himself, and then he actually does, and you're like, oh shit, I didn't mean it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, God will be uh, looking at you funnily at the the pearly gates. Jesus will be looking looking at you funny in his in your fantasy league. Um, so Arsenal had some success then against Villa. I didn't get to watch this one, Steve, but uh, my Jesus and Martinelli picks uh, did absolutely fine. Um, yeah, and, yeah. Um, we'll Jesus, do for for, to- for some time to come. Yeah, uh, they've got a few tough fixtures coming up now. They've got United at the weekend, and then they've got a couple of easy games in Everton and Brentford. But then it's like Spurs and Liverpool. Then so, you know that the 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 tougher games are coming at them. So October is like a, a big month for them because I think between the Premier League and the Europa League, I think they have to play ten games in that in that month. Which is like a lot. So the squad's going to be three days. Yeah, yeah, one every three days. So the squad's going to be pushed to the limits, I'd say. But uh, yeah, Martinelli and Jesus look uh, a formidable <laughs> combo. Um, Jesus p- pouncing on a, an error by Martinez, who, who saved a shot from Xhaka, but palmed it almost straight into his path. And then, like I said earlier, Martinelli and Saka linking up well for that second goal. They completely dominated the game against Villa, but they just weren't really. Uh, going for the kill and blow um you know uh, there was a couple of great goal line scrambles that Villa managed to keep it out and then you know they uh, a bit like the Fulham game last week there was just a, a lapse of concentration and you know conceding from a corner is 
straight from the corner is like ridiculous and, and shouldn't happen but it happened but they, they bounced back quickly and secured the win so still the only unbeaten team in the league but you know that United at the weekend to be a tough test but um, the only other thing to know from this game Odegaard went off with a knock um, he got a, a rough challenge I'd say about 60 minutes he tried to walk walk it off and played about another 10 before he was subbed off so I don't think it's that bad I think it'd probably be fit to play at the weekend and that's probably the only thing of note yeah so maybe monitor the situation with ESR is he, is he returned to fitness yet yeah Smith Rowe came on to replace Odegaard in that game um, for like and got like the most minutes he's got so far which is like close to 20-25 minutes and yeah. yeah he looked all right he looked sharp so um you know especially with the europa league games coming up now he'll get a, he'll get an opportunity there but it's just unfortunate for him and that in this formation he probably is be- his best spot is out on the left and martinelli is just playing unbelievably well yeah, and there's the no way you can life. drop him yeah exactly yeah. so uh, yeah it's we, we we're starting now already to talk about european and midweek games and and this week i think the greatest worry was around perisic and we're talking about Haaland at the weekend but the point I'm trying to make is uh, I haven't had to make a substitution yet I haven't had an auto sub I have a feeling it's going to become quite regular yeah yeah I think so like I mentioned about Arsenal's fixtures congestion I'm sure it's it's probably not as bad as other clubs but it's probably going to be something similar so you do imagine that the players like Perisic and maybe even Haaland to a certain extent or and then like you know the City defenders Pep loves to rotate and they just signed a Kanji so you know that adds another another wrinkle to the mix in terms of which centre-backs are going to play that this weekend or this week um the only ones you'd say are probably safe from that rotation are are Liverpool and that's purely because they just don't have the bodies to to rotate with not that much strength and depth uh, two more things no. I want to touch on this week before we get on to next week's fixtures. Uh, is there a question around a Ramsdale injury? Uh, he went down with a uh, what we thought was kind of looked like he pulled his hamstring, but he played on the rest of the game and continued to take all the goal kicks. So I, I think he'll be fine. I think okay. if it was that much of a Something concern, they probably small. would have subbed him off or they would have had another player take the goal kicks for him. That That is always funny to see. It reminds you of... Uh, playing like under 10s or something uh, <laughs> yeah so yeah a shock result for the weekend uh the saints beat chelsea oh. 2-1 yeah in an absolute stinker of a game is it a shock result on given the uh, loss against no. leeds no is it no a shock? it wasn't i mean like it was a, a very similar performance to what they put up against leeds uh chelsea with four at the back is astonishingly bad Mm. so yeah there there was a picture will be nice there there was a picture on of during the game um chelsea trying to attack southampton and it was literally just eight or nine players in a big circle around the pitch which is nobody in the middle of it so like the front three up near the box and then the wingers and or the wing backs on the on the sides and then the midfielders and the centre back at the halfway line, and it's just a big circle with nobody in the middle. And you're like, it reminded me so much of uh, Arsenal uh, last season when their entire play was just a big circle and ended up just being give the ball to Tierney and let him cross it into the box, and hopefully something happens. It kind of really feels like that with Chelsea. It's give the ball to Sterling or Reese James if he's playing, and hopefully something can happen. Yeah, you see, that's that's you. you there's no focal point. Havertz and Mount and like Sterling doesn't act like that as well. So obviously Chelsea, I, I think the deal has gone through now. The swap of Alonso for uh, uh, Bemiang, 
which I'm not. Yeah, Alonso on fourteen million pounds. So yeah, Tuchel's I mean, worked with him before at Dortmund, so I'd say that's almost almost the entire reason that they've even looked at him at all. Yeah. Um, you know he was he was bad when he left Arsenal. Let's not let's not. Um, he was bad a long time before here. he left Arsenal. No, he wasn't. Oh, yeah, sorry. He was bad a long time before he left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then things soured so much. Um, so much so that Mikel Arteta kept a diary of all of his... Um, uh, transgressions. Violations. Transgressions, violations, whatever you want to call it. In case he was ever called into question by the club or by Edu or by Aubameyang. Like, and uh, he was asked at a press conference, would he share it with Chelsea? And he just like, didn't answer the question, like brushed it off. I thought it was hilarious that they, the reporters even thought to ask him that. But uh, yeah, like, it, it, the other thing is, is that Aubameyang has a broken jaw. His, his house, unfortunately, in, in Barcelona was attacked by uh, armed uh, men and him and his family were threatened and he got his jaw broken during the robbery. So he, even when, when they sign for him, he's going to be out for the first like three, maybe four weeks. So, like, he he won't be an instant impact anyway for them. He might never be an impact at all, <laughs> based on his form. He offers he offers you more than Havertz does up top. That's all I'll say. Yeah, no, that's fair. Like, Havertz wasn't a striker when he came to Chelsea and never played like a striker when he was at Chelsea. So, I'm a bit surprised that we... Yeah, I mean, like, Chelsea have tried several times to solve that. With all the strikers that turn to shit when they come here. But uh, Yeah, the funniest yeah. part was that... Uh, on the same night Chelsea were losing 2-1 to Southampton and unable to score a goal Timo Werner had scored a hat-trick in the, in the Bundesliga <laughs> yeah it's it's uh, Chelsea is poison it seems or Chelsea is lava when it comes to strikers <laughs> yeah if, Ob- if Aubameyang gets the number 9 shirt it's game over like <laughs> basically yeah. Um, yeah so very much so wait and see I mean like I'm just about I mean I'm definitely keeping Reese James but I'm getting my getting out of Mendy. I don't want any of the rest of the Chelsea defence. The only other option to consider is Raheem Sterling, who looked good in the first half. But with Chelsea being this bad and him costing ten million, uh, I, yeah, I think, yeah, I do think Chelsea will solve this. I think in six weeks' time they'll be back to being a good team. But uh, just don't fucking touch him for now. I think that's a, I think that's a wise call. I think I need to see it before I'll actually yeah. buy in. Yeah, there we go. Uh, that's all I wanted to discuss about this week, Steve. Did you have anything else? Oh man, we really kind of touched on everything. Um, I suppose we didn't touch on the Liverpool game. Just Liverpool, man. They 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 snuck it just about like skin of their teeth, like or should I say half a boot. Uh, Isaac's second goal was given offside and it was very close. I mean, and his second goal was arguably better than his first. He sold Robertson, sold another defender, and finished it into the court, into the into the near near side of the post. Um, he was very good, it was very impressive. Isaac was I think, outstanding. Um, yeah, yeah. So you think with with him and Saint Maximan, and then Gamerash to come back in, you know, they're starting to put the the building blocks in place there, if they can keep this up. But at the same time, Liverpool, man, they're 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 ropey at the moment you, you don't really know where it's it's coming from trent and robertson aren't getting the same yeah it's difficult trent and robertson now. aren't getting the same go forward and and crosses into the box or the um overlaps with the overlaps with the midfield as they were before and i think teams have kind of figured them out a little bit even even though sam maximan was injured and, and ryan fraser was playing on the left he was going in behind uh trent and targeting him and the same teams have been doing that since the united game and it's get they're getting joy out of it, you know. So they need to figure it out, and they've got Everton coming up in the Merseyside derby. So 
They've got to do it fast. Yeah, so they went ahead and signed Artur, that guy from like Juve or Artur Melo. Yeah, he he originally went to Barcelona and then that didn't really pan out from there. And he went on loan to Juve and then they made that permanent. And again, hasn't really done much there either. So I was surprised to see them go after him because there's not really been much uh, positive news <laughs> of him of late. But I'd say he was probably just a, a, a body that they could afford to take on loan and bolster the midfield a little bit because they're a bit um, depleted there or, or, or a bit old there. Yeah, so Liverpool now have gone behind in eight of their last nine Premier League games, uh, yep. which kind of says it all. The defense is very bad. I mean, like I know a lot of people started with Trent and Robbo and still have Robbo. Um, I'll be keeping Trent, I think. I mean, uh, it's hard to know how much that nine nil against Bournemouth skews our opinion. Nah, you, you keep nah, you keep Trent. Like Dar- keep Trent. Dar- Darwin is also back next week, so that'll be. I don't think that- he starts. Bobby's Bobby's playing pretty well, and I think they're desperate to get any sort of momentum going so Bobby playing well that he starts absolutely mm. I, I can certainly see Darwin getting a half hour oh yeah you could come on as a sub if they're struggling but I I would say it, I'd say they'll probably be even less than that yeah but certainly you're not t- you're not taking a second Liverpool defender at least no 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 but anyway Owen, that was the only other game I, I wanted to talk about A1 my internet has stopped working, so I want to go fix that so that I can actually know what the fixtures are for next week. So we're going to take a break. Welcome back from our Grosch Rattler sponsored break. I'm currently enjoying one of their lovely 2% lemon beers, and it's, it's doing the trick. I feel that like. And, some... uh, was, it, was it Coke the last day on? Them and Coke. We're doing well with sponsorships. We had Coca-Cola, although in Coca-Cola, I was never drinking it whilst podcasting. <laughs> I often had Freeway Cola, but um, never the real <laughs> thing on the podcast. Maybe we can get Littles to sponsor us, though. So. I'm still amazed that you call Little Littles. There's only one. <laughs> Whatever, man. Are we going to get? Will we move on? No, I'm going to let you sit in your pronunciation. All right, we'll just sit here in silence, so, yeah. Steve said littles. Saturday, the 3rd of September. The Merseyside Derby will kick things off. Uh, Everton will host Liverpool for a trouncing, I'm sure. Brentford play Leeds. Chelsea play West Ham. Newcastle play Palace. Nottingham Forest versus Bournemouth. Spurs take on Fulham. Wolves play Southampton. And Villa play City. You have eight games on Saturday and almost all your assets are going to play outside of your Arsenal players. On Sunday at three o'clock, you'll have Brighton versus Leicester and at half five, Man United will host Arsenal. So We should probably note that on those Sunday games, it's two o'clock and half four uh, GMT. Owen is talking about, uh, you oh, know. All the listeners are in the Netherlands, Steve. How dare you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're all in the Netherlands or around that timeline yeah Yeah. maybe quickly before I go to the questions uh, what's your level of confidence uh, going to Old Trafford I, I think it'll depend a little bit on how this game goes against Leicester but I do think I fancy our chances we're playing pretty well and if we can get Zinchenko back and let's see if we can get someone maybe in midfield to try and help out Xhaka I know Partey's going to be out for a, a few weeks hopefully be back soon 
like you know we're, we're playing pretty well I know United will have signed Anthony and have him registered for that game so whether he starts or not is another thing I imagine he might probably come off the bench but uh yeah like I, I don't think United are completely you know turned around and fixed like they're still they're still not too far off that side that lost to Brentford 4-0 so there are weaknesses there and hopefully we can exploit them I, I don't think we'll lose the game I'd, I'd take a draw but I, I think we can win um yeah it's interesting uh i suppose the thing with the last game is it, it doesn't often work where you make two or three big changes and they all work Malasia, martinez uh dropping mcguire dropping ronaldo now did they start Langa that game martial and Rashford. against liverpool uh, yeah against liverpool no. yeah Langa started yeah. and then he came off at half time and marsh and rashford moved out to the left and martial went up top yeah so I mean, like there was a lot of very fragile changes that happened, and they could easily fall apart again. But uh, I, I thought they were super impressive against Liverpool. Have you? It's, it's the game of the weekend, anyways. That that United Arsenal game. Good thing it's the last one. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and uh, it's. But I mean, like you know, against Southampton, they they had. Yeah, I mean, they had that one goal, <laughs> that scramble where the, I think there must have been about three goal line blocks but they didn't really play a whole lot well you know Dallow had the nice cross in for the Fernandez finish but I don't know Malasia looks good now he looks all right um but there's there's still the question around Martinez and you know in terms of crosses into the box and from and corners and stuff but uh he seems to be doing okay I think his uh, win percentage from aerial jewels is actually a little is actually quite high but I, I'd be interested to see now when they come up against Arsenal how they do I don't think Arsenal are a particularly big team either, so I don't think it'll be a huge concern. No, they're not, but I was watching the, the Aston Villa game and Jesus is surprisingly strong. Like He was bullying Tyrone Mings off the ball. I'm not a fan of Mings. Um, but yeah, no, I, 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 that doesn't surprise me. Jesus is a little uh, a little gurrier. <laughs> you said that like it's a bad thing. <laughs> it's not. So I'm going to move us on to a few questions that I've been thinking about. Um, so I'm thinking about wildcarding, and we'll discuss that more in detail later. But if I was, I'd be strongly considering a third forward. At the moment, it'd probably be Mitrovic. Um, maybe yeah. I'd downgrade a defender. Uh, what would If you were looking at a third forward, Steve, obviously everyone has Alan Jesus. What would you be doing? Yeah, Mitrovic makes the most sense and value for money. He's gone up uh, to six point seven, so you can understand it there. You know, he's a he's a he's going to play every game for Fulham. I think Fulham of um, it's transfer deadline day as we're recording this, so maybe the deals might not have been for- formalized. But do you know that striker that Spurs took on loan was a Vinicius Junior. Um, is that PSV? No, th- not Vinicius. No, that's um, no uh, Vinicius is the player for Real Madrid. Um, he was a striker, oh, the a Portuguese junior. striker. There's a junior. He's, he's something junior, and he's he's currently, Maybe, he's currently yeah. at PSV, uh, on, or no, he was at PSV on loan, something like that. Anyway, they're taking him. Fulham, I think, are taking him in to try and be backup cover for Mitrovic. But I mean, Mitrovic is going to start every game. He's so important how they play, and the value for money is good there. So yeah, that definitely makes sense. You know, so, if you're if you're thinking about other types of forwards to bring in, you know. Who are you looking at? You're probably talking around the seven mark, really. So you're talking yeah, maybe I mean, Ivan like, Tony. Well, let's 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 leave it open. I mean, like Kane is t- 
ticking along nicely. I mean, are you willing to downgrade elsewhere for Kane as well? I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be knocking any of these guys out. Yeah, I think and what you can save, like Kane at the moment is eleven point four and Haaland is eleven point nine, so it's half a million between the two. So if you decided to swap Haaland for Kane, that's well, an extra you're, half you're million you can you use. Do that. I, I wouldn't, I'm just I wouldn't saying. do that. But I, I, I can see why you might want to have three good forwards. But yeah, you can see where I'm getting at anyway. Uh, so the idea of three forwards does make sense, but I think I'd be sticking with two anyway, two good ones. You would prefer to have the big at the back or maybe an extra midfielder? I'd prefer to have the extra midfielder, if I'm honest, yeah. I, I feel so. like at the end of the day, that's where um, FPL has won and lost because midfielders, you know, um, obviously get more points for goals and bonus points, things like that, you know? Yeah, I'll be strongly considering a Mitrovic. The, he has Tottenham and Chelsea next two games, but I'll, I'll be seriously considering it. Oh. Uh, Tony and Watkins are there. Tony's been going well. People are talking about Alvarez at City, but I wouldn't touch him. We already spoke about Leicester and Verdi. Verdi at 9.3 isn't great value anymore. That's no. probably it. Havertz costs 7.8 now. I'm sure that'll go down. Is Isaac corner. at 7? Is Isaac worth it? He looked good against Liverpool. Um, Let me get him. Isaac is 7. And has a dead leg. <laughs> I wouldn't be worried about the dead leg part. I'd say it'd be fine. Dead leg would be okay. So you, you, you support the Mitrovic pick, but you won't be doing it yourself. I can see the logic. Oh, yeah. Well, I can definitely see the logic behind it, but I don't know if I'd be doing it. So uh, are I you, couldn't fault it. Are you going to wildcard soon? Not this week, no. Soon, though. Probably in the next two or three weeks. Uh, I'm thinking that also. I mean, it seems the less I do with my team, the better I get on. <laughs> I, like if I just <laughs> left it. I mean, like I took out Perisic, yeah, got in Saliba. Your draft, your draft team says otherwise, own, but carry on. Like it's, I feel like I should leave it alone. I, it's going so well. I don't. I'm, I, I think maybe I shouldn't wildcard, but I also don't want to get to week ten and have had two or three shit weeks, and then only get a few weeks out of my team going into the international break, where we get another wildcard. Anyway, I, I mm-hmm. feel it coming. I, like at the moment, I have at least two, two or three changes to make. I want to get James back in. Want to get Mendy out. Yeah, I, but I, I, I think whenever you look at your team and see three or four changes you want to make, I think you're thinking wild card, really, aren't you? Yeah, I have to get rid of Bailey as well. So I have a few moves to make. <laughs> Again, I think this is kind of like last week. It kind of sounds like you're already there, Owen. It sounds like you're just afraid to pull the trigger a bit. Uh, well, like I, I have two free transfers. I know I, I'm going to get James in and probably Yaris in, get out Mendy and Perisic most likely. I don't think Perisic is going to start at the weekend uh, because of Europe in midweek. So because of the point one, I might have to do something. Um, but I'm, I'd be more likely to take a minus four than wildcard, I think. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Leave it another few weeks. The third question I have up is Perisic, which you know I just, I just spoke about. Like I don't think he's going to play this week. Then, uh, uh, I wouldn't be so sure. You know, he um, oh, he did play the full ninety against West Ham, didn't he? Damn it, he did. Yeah, I mean, the last, have... the, yeah, the last, the last two games, he was subbed off after after seventy three, seventy five minutes. So I was thinking, oh, was it something similar in West Ham? It wasn't. It was a full ninety. So you're right. They do have um, they do have the Champions League games coming up midweek, but their group is incredibly easy, you know. And yeah, but they do have Fulham at home as well. Hmm. 
tough one there, Owen. You're probably right. He probably does get rotated because Brian Recession wasn't really playing that bad when before Perisic came in, so he probably might get the nod at the weekend. I can see that coming, certainly. So that'll be that'll be something to change this week. But then, like, are you getting him in again? I, I, I suppose at the end of the day, if you have Perisic, you should just leave him alone and keep him all the time. Uh, maybe swap <laughs> between having him on the bench or not. But I think I'll be... Yeah, probably. I'm making like, a bad yeah. decision. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. But I mean, if you're... like Andres Pereira, like, you know, he's a, he's a, a bench player that pretty much everyone has. And, you know, like, you know, he got an assist. He's got two assists um in in the five games so far this season so he's getting returns so it isn't unthinkable to like you know actually play him in games i know we've talked about uh, how they already have uh spurs and chelsea next but you know their run of fixtures after that nottingham forest newcastle uh west ham then bournemouth villa leeds everton you know they're, they're not bad fixtures for them i i i, I hate the idea of uh of of playing the likes of nico williams andreas Pereira other shitters and, and I, I would not be content <laughs> of that. in putting those guys in my team you can't have your cake and eat it too Owen. they're subs just because they're cheap doesn't mean they're starters <laughs> then get rid of Perisic so if you don't want him if you think he's not going to play this week yeah I've just I've just looked up the, the FPL statistics website it looks like Reese James is going to drop tonight back down to six so I'll be able to afford my move and that'll be nice <laughs> <laughs> so, prices averted everyone prices averted Anyway, last question for you, Steve, is a uh, best of the rest thing. Looking at midfielders more so than anything. We already discussed the Rodrigo energy, we, Rodrigo injury. Uh, <laughs> his energy, we, yeah, we his energy is great. Energy. Yeah, we spoke about Mitrovic, but um, I suppose who's who? Who's the best there at six to seven? Like Zaha is is a name that that Zaha's, to mind. Yeah, Zaha's class. Um, like, like if I just even pull Ode, it up Odegaard here. now is in this conversation. I think. Bernardo Silva, yeah, I think Silva Odegaard. Chelsea. We've already meant, like you know, Martinelli's obvious. Um, Gross at, I think, at Brighton. Yeah, I was watching the highlights of the game they played against. Was it Leeds? Um, last weekend. Hold on one second now. Um, yeah, yeah, I was against Leeds, and he was really good. He was like Odegaard level, kind of with the passes and everything. He was making that entire th- team tick and he had a very nice assist for their goal or no he scored their goal uh he near he set up a what should have been their yeah, another on, goal he's for on them three that, goals and an assist now he did get one there against leeds won the game for them yeah yeah so he's def uh, is he an option worth considering i think he is six million but hmm yeah i think for six you can't really do any better than that i think if you're talking six and a half you're to- you're looking at martinelli absolutely oh, you absolutely have him exactly uh six and a half is your martinelli maybe odegaard territory seven then you're talking bernardo silva zaha maybe harrison six and a half i i forgot to mention uh say maximan like you know he he's been very good lately i know he's he's injured but uh there's a good chance that he comes back in the next week or two and they've got some nice fixtures coming up and with isaac playing there now he's he's got a nice um player to cross the ball into so you know, there's definitely there's definitely a few options there. You know, if you're thinking even cheaper than that, like Eze for five and a half, you know, he takes all the set pieces for Crystal Palace and they're going pretty well at the moment. So, 
you know that one doesn't uh, entirely um not make sense does that make sense uh aronson sense yeah exactly i know i'm good i'm good at words leave me alone on uh aronson from leeds five and a half not doing too bad for them looks a good player so you know those are just some of the names that come to mind when i'm looking at the looking at the midfielders here i think um at 5.5 i'd be going for everton's anthony gordon once he stays there yeah i just don't like everton so i wouldn't but (laughs) i can't really argue with you too much about that uh I, I just don't like Everton. I think they're bad, and I think mm. that they'll get relegated. So, so I just find it. How would we we rank these now? And I suppose Zaha is the favoured pick of all of these. Well, I think well Bernardo Silva is like point two cheaper, and on a better team and playing really well. So does he go ahead of Zaha because of that? Um, you you're worried about rotation. He's played ninety minutes the last three games. He's on two goals, two assists. So yeah. he's not in bad form at all. I, I would like to say Foden, Grealish, Mares, Bilva, Alvarez, so on and so forth. I don't think I would actually have any of them. Like at the moment, I've double city defense in Haaland. And I'm absolutely fine with that. Fair enough. So, yeah, I suppose if you're taking consistency and the starts into account, then maybe yeah, yeah, Zaha does go above him there. But I think it's close between the two. And then I think third is probably Martinelli. Because I think he's just been class. Oh, Martinelli's number um, one. I, I say, Martinelli. Oh, is he? Yeah, he, yeah. He, he overtakes Zaha. So yeah, I, I so it's what, uh, I, I so it's didn't... Martinelli, Zaha, Bilva. Yeah, I didn't specify Martinelli because I presume everyone has him. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, your 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 shout with Bilva is 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 very good. I think. Yeah, he's already got four returns. So. And then like that again, if you're ta- if you're worried about the rotation, then like that with Zaha with uh, say Max. Uh, he he's guaranteed to start every single game for them because he's like one of their best players. So you know, if even if he's maybe only seventy five percent fit at the weekend, they probably still play him. So I think you're right. Will we look at our team, Steve? Yeah, yeah, we can. Yeah, I I haven't really decided uh, yet on what I'm going to do. You're you mentioning the whole Perisic might not play thing is kind kind of got me thinking now. What do I do? Do I do I rotate him out for this week? Do I not? Yeah. I don't really think there's anyone else Is I Tommy would. Is going to take white spot? Not yet, I wouldn't think. He did come on, I think, with, I think, 20 to 25 minutes left to go. Let me just check that real quick. Um, view information. Yeah, he came off. Actually, actually, Ben White came off after 64 minutes. So Ooh. maybe sometime soon, but probably not this week. I think Arteta will stick with the winning formula. And continue with White at right back because I think it's it's doing okay for them at the moment. But good I think sign. that move is coming sooner. Good sign that he came off on the 64th. Yeah, I meant that everyone who had him got to keep their clean sheet because they conceded shortly thereafter. Um, but other than that, yeah, it's going to be Ederson, Walker, Trent, um, White, Salah, Kulu, Diaz, Martinelli, Haaland, Jesus with uh, Haaland captain. Um I know Salah's playing Everton, but I just don't really like Liverpool's form at the moment. And Haaland, you know, two hat-tricks in, two, in four games. Or, sorry, in four days. Uh, it's, it's hard to argue with. Yeah, yeah, I think the, there's no point in complicating it. I think the Haaland captain pick just just, just makes total sense. Um, I think I'll be chopping yeah. and changing a little more, Steve. I have to get rid of Mendy, who's very bad. I am prioritising getting Reese James back in at the moment. And I think I'm yeah. right to do that. Uh, hopefully he drops a point one, and I can do it. 
I would probably be getting rid of Perisic there. Perisic for James, Mendy for Yaris. And then I'd be playing the, the exact same team otherwise. Saliba, Trent, Walker, Cancelo. Martinelli, Salah and Luis Diaz. Jesus and Haaland. Haaland cap. First sub is going to be maybe probably Andreas because Bailey seems to start every second game. Even though Andreas plays uh, Spurs. Would you, would you think uh, uh, Nottingham Forest at home to Bournemouth would be a better shout? Nico Williams, first sub, likely to get a clean sheet and also a very attacking fullback. Yeah, I, I have five uh, expensive defenders, so I have no room for Nico Williams. Ah, uh, yes, I forgot you were playing big at the back. Big at the back. Big at the back. Um, so yeah, pretty 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 simple week I think ahead. I think those two moves are okay. Yeah. And, uh, will we look at draft. Yeah, we can do. Um, I had a win at the weekend over. Who did I beat? Can't remember, but I had a win anyway. And then I'm looking That's like nice. I'm on for another. <laughs> I'm looking like I'm on for another win this week. Uh, against Steve, I've got um. Uh, Cancelo and Stones in my team for a nice set of points I had Bernardo Silva in my team I had Kane in my team um, and then I had um, Odegaard Kulusevski um, Perisic Allison, and Watkins who all did nothing I have Vardy still to play um, but you know I'm not expecting much there uh, say Maxman didn't play for me so I'm going to actually get Cresswell off my bench for two which is annoying because I have Zaha third sub even though he can't play the game and obviously <laughs> yeah I know it wasn't but he said it was 50% fit so I didn't think he'd play so that's why I had him third sub because I didn't think it would matter fool. But... you're a fool if you believe the, <laughs> the, the, the icons in the fantasy the I could have sworn I looked it up I could have sworn I looked it up as well it and it didn't good, seem did like you? Now, oh, for fuck's sake, on. Well, yeah. Who? What are you? Well, like one in three so far this season. Uh, one in four at the moment, actually. <laughs> so last week I lost to Mitch. I only scored thirty-eight. He got somewhere around the fifty mark. I'm okay with scoring forty. If I score forty every week, I'll start racking up a few wins. So this week I'm on forty-five. Uh, Salah for ten. Martinelli for ten. Cancelo for twelve. That's all my points. Just twos and ones. Otherwise. Uh, Aspilicueta will be coming in for Callum Wilson who's still in my team for some reason most likely the fact that I'm not very good at it um, I have queued a transaction for Callum Wilson and at the moment it's going to be oh I, I'm getting rid of T- Romero I'm bringing in Tamiyasu don't know why I have this queued that's probably not going to happen but there you go <laughs> There we go. There it is, everyone. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Wonderful. So that's going to be the podcast. Yeah, so I think so, Owen. We've said it all and we've done it all. We've certainly done that. I'm going to go play some Padel. What are you doing for the evening, Steve? Uh, Leicester United. Interesting. Not really, though. Okay. I think, <laughs> I think we've, we've, uh, we've totally run out of good words to come out of our mouths. So I think we should probably end it pretty quickly. Uh, sounds good to me on thanks for listening uh you can get us on our website that's the best place to see the new episodes go live or get us on twitter that's at the fpl jingle where we're putting up posts and talking to people and doing making bold claims that never seem to work out so (laughs) yeah thanks for listening bye now
Bye now.